Hi, uh, welcome to the second episode of the Barber Shop with Shantanu Season Two Razor's Edge. Last week we made a 50 lakh investment in Wanderlooms, an amazing motorcycling uh, accessories company. This week we have uh, a founder who's made desserts healthy. Um, he comes from a family of uh, ice cream makers who have made ice creams for the last 50 plus years and has also spent a few years at Procter & Gamble sharpening his marketing chops. So I really hope you enjoy the, uh, the entire episode today. Also, if you can tell us what is the pre-money valuation that the founder has put on his business and put it in the comments below, we will choose one lucky winner to get an amazing Bombay Shaving Company and Bombay Hamper. Alright, hope you enjoy. Um, welcome Kiran to uh, the barbershop Razor's Edge. Uh, thrilled to have you and um, uh, before we dive into understanding Go Zero completely uh, and, and seeing the beautiful company that you are creating, just wanted to give you some context of, 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 um, uh, of the barbershop season 2. So season 1 was about entrepreneurial conversations as, as we have discussed before. Season 2 is about taking entrepreneurial conversations and leveling them up a little bit, right? Um, with higher stakes, I think the fundamental belief uh, that we have is that over the next 20 years, India needs to create a million jobs a month and we are at 200,000. So we have a deficit of almost 800,000 a month and people like you who are creating companies is what we need the country to start doing more. Not necessarily creating companies but being entrepreneurial in their own way. Uh, from a construct standpoint, um, we now have higher stakes quite literally. We don't want to call it investing, we want to call it equity seeking. This is not a pitch, it's a company showcase where we genuinely are very eager to see. Um, it is not a negotiation, it is a value discovery. So we really want to change the way narratives are built and Mandar and Meghna will, uh, you know, are here with us to represent uh, 50 equity seekers who have joined hands to say, okay fine, can we find the best entrepreneurs in the country for the next 20 years? and be part of uh, their rocket ships. So um, thank you once again for taking the time and coming on to the barbershop. It's a privilege to have you. Um, uh, you of course know me, we are we are batchmates from many years ago, but I will let Mandar and Meghna introduce themselves and then the stage is, is all yours. I'm Meghna Narayan. I'm the co-founder of Wholesome Foods. Uh, so like you, I run a food company. Uh, we're a health food company. Uh, our first brand was Slurp Farm, uh, which we started about six years ago and uh, it, we make healthy food for children uh, that's also super super yummy uh, because we know that sort of taste wins every day of the week and twice on Sunday um, and before that I was at McKinsey with these two uh, and, uh, uh, and even before that uh, my first career was as a swimmer uh, I swam competitively for the country for many years um, and yeah very excited to hear what you have to say today <laughs> Super Hi Kiran, my name is Mandar Vaidya. I uh, currently work for Oyo. I'm the CEO of our vacation homes business in Europe. Uh, been there for about four years. Uh, before that, and again, what puts me in connection with uh, Meghna and Shantanu is I also worked at McKinsey for a long time, 15 years. Uh, in between, I had a couple of years of doing a bit of this and that. I coached some promoters. I taught at uh, Ashoka University, which was great fun. And uh, in a very distant past, uh, I'm also a qualified uh, medical doctor. Uh, though I didn't practice much before I did my MBA. Uh, very excited to be here. I um, uh, live now with my lovely wife Anita. We have a four-year-old uh, Rishi. My parents live with us as well. And 
uh, we have a uh, currently slightly stressed due to the pollution life but a, a great life at Gurgaon and uh, as the only non-founder, non-entrepreneur here, I, I feel uh, in a distinct uh, but inspired minority. So really excited to learn more about GoZero and about you. Welcome. I think, uh, thanks Shantanu uh, for having me here. As you said, we've known each other for uh, 13 years now, right? 2009 is when we, when we first met and uh, we actually shared the same section at I am Lucknow and we were actually sitting on the same desk, right? Uh, and uh, and I think we are meeting for the first time after that, Yes. right? Uh, we have had interactions several times uh, over WhatsApp, over call, over LinkedIn, but this is actually the first time uh, we are meeting and what a journey it has been, right? For you, uh, uh, for me as well. Fun fact about Kiran, by the way, his role number was 25093, if I remember right. right? <laughs> yes. And I was 25094. And uh, he was very regular with going to classes, which was great for me. <laughs> so, taking notes from him and then on the on the odd occasion telling him that hey, it's 8.55, I've just gone on, there's no way I'm making any time for attendance. So if you can do two yes sirs, it'll be, it'll be helpful for me. So Kiran was more than a friend on, on, on multiple occasions. You know, and uh, that also helped me uh, do voice modulation because I had to say yes sirs in two, in two different, two different uh, tones so that the, the professors would not make out that the same guy saying yes. So why did you have roll numbers starting with 25,000? How many students go to IIM Lucknow? This is no, so this is like firm I figured, I figured. Some, no, no, firm number is actually, actually uh, a new, numeric. It's actually a serial number. So I was of everyone who's worked. I, I presume that's not the no, case. No, no, 2501 is PGB 25, 25 batch. Then 091, 001 to 385 or whatever ah, okay. it was. So the next year was 26, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I am a Guju, right? And uh, actually a Kachi. So... <laughs> Entrepreneurship like runs in my blood, right? Uh, so if you would ask me, I would say that every second guy should be an entrepreneur, mm. uh, right? Uh, but but I think uh, I, I completely uh, get the the vision with which we have started. Uh, you know, the barber shop is that uh, this is this decade and you know the next uh, couple of decades is definitely our moment, and uh, we we need to make the most of it. And uh, I think this is something which uh, I have always been very passionate about, you know. Uh, in fact, uh, you would remember when I was at uh, IIM Lucknow, I actually uh, ran a small tea shop there. Uh, you know, it was called Just Tea. Oh, nice. uh, so for people like you, you know, who are doing our night outs with your man face and all other things, <laughs> you all needed something to keep yourselves running. So uh, a guy like me would come around with the tea kettle and, uh, you know, sabko chai pila pila ke pe thoda sa paisa bhi bana diya, college ke fees bhi nikal liye thode se. So I spent uh, three years uh, in Singapore and uh, was part of the uh, the global marketing team at uh, Skincare. So worked on like iconic brands like uh, Olay. Uh, later on, got a chance to work at uh, Wix. So from uh, skincare, it was uh, healthcare. So 2014 is when I came back to uh, India. And uh, so Apsara Ice Creams has been my family business, right? Uh, we've been. Uh, it was started in 1971 by my grandfather and my uncle. And we had this one uh, parlor in uh, Walkeshwar in South Mumbai uh, where uh, they used to make ice creams at morning 5 a.m., you know, mm -hmm. fresh batches right in front of uh, the store and then sell it throughout the day. And uh, so it was not like a very big setup, very, very small uh, kind of a setup and ice creams were made batch to batch. So consumers would find it fresh and uh, the early morning walkers uh, nearby would, you know, stand by and observe the whole process of, you know, how the milk is being, you know, boiled and... Uh, converted into ice cream so a lot of uh, old timers remember that 
so that was when i started uh, evaluating that how are we going to grow this you know ahead just look at you know natural ice creams you know uh, they are doing a fantastic job of expanding uh, through the franchise model and in a way uh, we are pretty much similar the kind of ice creams we make at uh, we made at apsara uh, made with real fruits you know no artificial flavors uh, no preservatives a very limited shelf life you know completely natural uh so this is when we decided okay let's give it a try this is the first aha moment for me uh india seen many first generation entrepreneurs in food uh, and restaurants actually set up one shop uh and the second generation becomes a lot more ambitious and wants to scale it a lot more we've seen examples like haldiram bikaji bikaner wala um, bitu tikki wala chitra bandhu from pune become big so kiran wants to do that uh but it's a non trivial problem because tastes differ very quickly cold uh, supply chain is a problem uh so it's a non trivial problem to solve but let's see how he does it uh so we uh, we cut down the food focused on ice creams but then the question was that we have been in town we have been in valkeshwar for almost uh, 40 years uh, till that time right now if you want to take this brand out of out of first valkeshwar and then let's say out of bombay to other parts of uh, india there has to be a process there has to be a model right we need to understand what the consumer wants because everybody in this area loves the product right but what if i go to uh, a location let's say like an andheri or a pawai uh, you know uh, what will the customers react there what pricing should we be at like if you are sitting in one location you can price whatever you want and because you have a set clientele everybody will, will buy come. it at that price right but if you want to go uh, let's say national you will have to see the market see what competitors are doing what pricing so uh, i i spent the first 3 uh, to 4 months learning about ice cream making right uh, so i am a typical engineer uh, uh, who has nothing to do with engineering for the rest of his life but uh, i came to know that ice cream making is actually a very scientific process right you have to understand the components you have to understand the ingredients uh, and especially if you are making a product which doesn't have a lot of shelf life right so you have to understand uh how are you going to keep the product uh, good for a very short period of time while maintaining the same consistency across supply chain you know various stages of distribution so i spent the first 3 to 4 months learning about that uh simultaneously i also started uh, doing a bit of market research in terms of where should the next location for apsara be right uh, so we've always been in valkeshwar which is like a very prime location in bombay you know very affluent people don't mind spending if you give them the right product quality but let's say what if i go to the suburbs yeah. what if i go uh, to some other location uh, so i did a bit of research and uh, came up with two three locations which were ideal uh, from a footfall standpoint right because we were into the parlor business so we wanted a location where you would have uh, the crowd coming in hanging out and buying scoops so we identified pawai uh, in uh, uh, hiranandani gardens and we identified uh, king circle at matunga and the lokhanwala market uh, in andheri and uh, the very first reaction which i got from my dad was a no <laughs> uh, you know uh, are you crazy like uh, we have our own shop uh, you know we have not paid a rupee of rent to anybody and now <laughs> now you are telling me that i want to set up a store in pawai i want to set up a store in king circle and i want to set up a store in lokhanwala and for these three stores together you want to pay a monthly rent of 10 lakhs <laughs> like uh, do you even know what you know how many scoops of ice cream you will have to sell <laughs> Uh, at that time which was priced at around 50 rupees uh, scoops uh, to even break even right uh, so that was the first uh, management lesson probably at that time i learned that you know convincing your boss at png uh, is difficult but convincing your family <laughs> is 
even more difficult, uh, especially when there is a typical way of doing business for for four decades. Correct. Once I have convinced them that I want to open more outlets in these strategic locations, irrespective of what the rent is, the next question came, "Acha, wahan pe baithega kaun?" ऐसा देखिए मैं तो यहाँ पे बैठा हूँ वालकेश्वर स्टोर में मैं तो सालों से यहीं तो आई एम गोइंग टू गो टू पवाई ऊपर ऊपर सो वी स्टे इन द सेम बिल्डिंग ऑन द फर्स्ट फ्लोर राइट सो ई गोज होम हैज हैज फूड मैं तो यहीं बैठने वाला हूँ राइट तो पवाई कौन जाएगा तो एक काम कर तू पवाई चले जा एंड आई यंगर ब्रदर हु इज ऑल्सो पार्ट ऑफ द बिजनेस उसको बोलते हैं वो किंग सर्कल जाएगा ओके ठीक है इज गुड सो यू विल हैव थ्री आउटलेट्स एंड यू कैन स्टार्ट देर बट आई सेट इवन बिफोर दैट आई आस्क माई डैड Okay, then who will take care of the fourth outlet? Correct. <laughs> you know, because we are not going to stop at three outlets. You know, the plan the plan is to have hundred outlets over a period of time, starting with these two three Correct. locations. You want me to go to Pawai? You want my you want brother to sit at King Circle? That is the other uh, challenge. Then we have said we have to go to a model where you are going to uh, have stores which are run by professional managers, staff, and then you put up a. a process in place where we'll have all the inventory checkpoints you know cash checkpoints supply management etc etc so we started and we you know opened the stores with much fanfare and you know did a lot of uh, whatever those flyers and activities and the first 3 months were like absolutely dud to koi danda hi nahi aa raha hai right rent hai 10 lakh ka aur combined sale hai 9.5 lakh ka right and so we are not even able to forget cost of goods and forget salaries we are not even able to cover the rent part of it right so after like first month gone by second month gone by third month now my father is starting to get a little bit jitari ke ye kab tak chalega like you don't have a lot of ways to market your product you don't have a lot of ways because uh, facebook marketing instagram marketing back then was not very popular yeah. we did not have swiggy zomato so that for for sales you only had the footfall and you had probably your own self delivery wala who would take orders uh, you know so you had to find innovative ways to 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 make your brand aware in that locality so i got a got zomato was just started at that time right so anyway it was just a dining and restaurant discovery there was no delivery model Correct. right so food bloggers and zomato reviewers at that time were very popular so i just went on to zomato did a quick search of who are the you know uh, the top rated influencers and zomato reviewers at that time held a tasting session at uh, one of the stores they amazed they just loved the product right so abhi tak hum log sirf natural ice creams hi kha rahe hain humko naturals chhod ke kuch aur ice cream brand pasand nahi hai pata bhi nahi hai you know and your product is so great uh, like you should definitely open up more stores and you know that that moment you know that moment with those five people or the six people was a really a moral booster for me that was the product mein dam hai no no matter abhi dhanda nahi aa raha but product mein belief hai uh you know we we uh, we have cracked the product we have cracked we have had a good pricing it's a matter of getting now uh the word out in the market that there is a brand which is there uh, you know so started doing all these little bits of you know uh, uh marketing and spreading awareness and the fifth month uh, which was december right uh we broke even at all three locations in in winter huh? in winter wow in winter right and that month we also became the highest rated outlet in zomato in pawai with a rating of 4.9 wow that is when things changed or things turned for good for apsara ice creams and uh, for me particularly because i think i stood vindicated in front of my family at that point of time ke boss ab ab 50 rupees ke cup 
में से आप यू कैन यू नो रिमूव ओवर हेड्स रेंट्स पे सैलरीज एंड स्टिल हैव समथिंग इन इट फॉर यू राइट एंड आई सेट ओके वी हैव अंडरस्टूड द मॉडल आई हैव अंडरस्टूड द यूनिट इकोनॉमिक्स ऑफ हाउ इट वर्क्स आई हैव अ फेयर अंडरस्टैंडिंग ऑफ वॉट लोकेशन एंड वॉट हाई स्ट्रीट यू नीड टू बी इन बाई द टाइम एट ऑल्सो यू नो एक्सप्लोर्ड अदर पार्ट्स ऑफ बॉम्बे एंड यू नो नवी मुंबई थाने दिस वॉज अ मोमेंट वेयर फॉर फॉर मी वॉज अबाउट प्रोडक्ट मार्केट फिट Uh, there were many months of struggle. I think the rent was not being covered, you know, covered by the revenues uh, that the business was making. But I think distribution, cracking the distribution, was where things changed. Right, figuring out Zomato as a distribution engine, reviews on Zomato, using influencers to spread the word, and then you uh, bringing in more footfall, also using delivery in an interesting way. This is 2015, so this is a world which is very different from the world we are in today, where everyone can discover restaurants on Zomato very easily. Uh, so, but this is an early adopter of of the Zomato distribution model, which for me was very interesting. then we started uh, you know seeking out franchises so the first few franchises were people who i knew personally you know who were customers uh, in fact of apsara when i was you know sitting at a couple of stores they liked the product they were looking at something to do as a side hustle or you know along with their main job because ice cream is primarily an evening business you know right. 6 pm ke baad hi zyada sale hai so i have a day job and they want to do something earn extra so i think let me start with an apsara franchise so that's how the first set of franchises came in right and uh, so i still remember in 2015 when i was discussing this with one person uh, who wanted an apsara franchise you're sitting at the lokanwala store he said uh, i completely believe in the product uh, but i think lokanwala is not uh, a location for me kyunki yahan pe rent bahut zyada hai to yahan pe main dhanda brand shayad company khud bana sakte kyunki aapke margin zyada hai aap mere ko to itna margin doge nahi right so what location do you suggest right and then i i think this is the litmus test i have to give this person a recommendation which will definitely which you know for the next 5 years he is <coughs> going to be you know because he is going to be investing 15 lakhs 20 lakhs to set up the store is going to be expecting payback very soon and then start making money said, now he is coming to me for a recommendation on the location i cannot tell him to go to bandra where another 3 lakhs uh, you know so then i actually went along with him to two three suburbs uh, in bombay uh, malad kandewali borivali fairly uh, fairly affluent people you know good crowd but rentals still manageable right and we just require around 300 square feet of space for setting up an ice cream parlor so that was one of the first franchises which you know i went with the franchise negotiated the deal with the landlord on his behalf rent me bargaining kiya fit out period me bargaining kiya all of this was just amazing learning experience for me you know So we started franchising in 2016, and uh, just to cut a very long four five years short, we opened our hundred store just before the pandemic started in 2020. Wow! Right. So wow. from 2016 to 2020 is uh, we opened hundred stores. Uh, we were present in 13 cities, uh, pan India. Uh, by the time we had 35 stores in Bombay, we had uh, 15 stores in Bangalore, eight stores in Hyderabad, and seven stores in Pune. and then pandemic uh, you know struck and uh, for the first two months it was like we were headless chickens we like we didn't know like suddenly you know the the stores are shuttered down uh, there is absolutely no footfall uh, landlords are not willing to reduce the rent you know at some some of them do but most of them said yaar ye hamara bhi to ek hi source of income hai abhi hamara bhi sab band hai so we cannot that is the uh, moment when you actually you know start 
लुकिंग एट डिफरेंट बिजनेस मॉडल्स आई थिंक अभी थोड़ा सा टाइम आ गया है दैट वी विल हैव टू लुक एट अ डिफरेंट बिजनेस मॉडल एंड दैट इज वेन वी ऑल्सो स्टार्टेड एक्सप्लोरिंग दी इन दी आइडिया ऑफ डार्क किचन क्योंकि पैंडेमिक में बाकी सब बंद हो या चाहे आपका फूड डिलीवरी चलता है करेक्ट इनफैक्ट इट बूम्ड इट ग्रू एक्सपोनशियली राइट सो स्विगी जोमैटो मेड है इन द सनशाइन वाइल यू नो वाइल एवरीबडी वॉज एट होम सो दैट दिस इज दी चैनल नाउ फॉर एटलीस्ट द नेक्स्ट six months or we don't know when the lockdown is going to end you know there's a second wave coming we can't afford to put too much capex into stores you know again risking shutting it down after a few months so then we tied up with uh, rebel foods uh, we we opened another 30 40 because the thing which i always feel is whatever the situation growth rukna nahi chahiye like you can have a setback or you can have a pause understand the changing environment understand the changing dynamics but then figure out a way how you can you know bypass this and you know go, uh, go change the business model and start growing again you know you you so cloud kitchen is then the next uh, you know business model we uh, we and we partnered with rebel foods open 3040 you know so the so the turnover kept on you know coming we did not like we may not have made bottom line that much but turnover chal raha hai wow. we are we are making money to keep uh, to keep paying salaries to our staff you know by the time we had almost uh, 150 people working for upsar across you know stores now those people are dependent on you you know for their for their income you have to find ways to keep keep their household running right so that was i think a big eye opening moment from me also when i had uh, you know people texting me that you know we are one of the few brands who actually did not close down a single store during the pandemic wow when i could see brands shutting down stores you know yeah. uh, very few i think only two stores we shut down in the entire pandemic uh, i think that is something which i am very proud of uh, that even in the darkest and especially for the ice cream industry because at that time there was a lot of uh, myth around whether you should have ice cream right. you know covid mein gala pakdega thandi yeah. cheeze lena hai nahi lena hai there was no clarity absolutely right so this was in the pandemic in the fnb this was like probably the worst uh, industry to be in at that point of time and unfortunately for the ice cream industry both lockdowns both waves came right in the middle of summer right uh, uh, first lockdown was in march yeah. and the second wave was also in uh, april yeah. right and typically we make 50% of our business in those 3 to 4 months so both seasons washed out like very very tough times uh, as an uh, as an entrepreneur but i think managed to tide with reasonable uh, you know uh, maintaining your head above the water and keeping the brand growing but i feel that this is not the true potential which you know i can probably unlock given the time i've spent in the ice cream industry and which is uh, almost 7 years now right uh, that's a fair amount of time uh, for anybody to be at to be in a particular industry and not do something really kick ass like ice cream is fundamentally a product which you have you know to enjoy your moment with your you know friends loved ones khushi deta hai yaar maza aa raha hai yaar ek aur bite le usme guilt nahi aana chahiye ice cream kha rahe ho aap maze se kha rahe ho you know usme guilt nahi aana chahiye uh so while thinking i came across what are the two three things you know when you probably have a cup of ice cream jisme aapko guilt aayega one is of course sugar uh, and i think post pandemic a lot of people have started adopting healthier choices uh, we are seeing a lot of uh, brands come up with healthier options you know for food uh, in general and desserts in particular so sugar is something which a lot of us you know now become very conscious ki abhi sugar intake mere ko kam karna hai ऑफकोर्स आप मीठा खा रहे हो तो उसके हाथ में कैलरीज भी आने वाली है एंड ऑफकोर्स नाउ वी ऑल्सो सीन पीपल अलॉट ऑफ पीपल आर अडॉप्टिंग विगनिज्म एज अ लाइफ स्टाइल राइट दे वॉन्ट टू हैव दे डोंट वॉन्ट दैट गिल्ट ऑफ एनिमल क्रूवल्टी और दे डोंट वॉन्ट यू नो दे वॉन्ट टू कॉन्ट्रीब्यूट टू द प्लानट 
uh, in certain ways and especially if you if you are going to switch uh, to uh, 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 from an animal based uh, you know lifestyle to a plant based then you're looking for options you know because uh, ice cream also is something which you have for taste right matlab aapko ice cream ka maza aana chahiye aisa nahi lagna chahiye ki yaar kya hai ye matlab i'm not you know enjoying it like my kids are having it and you know they are making faces ye kya khila diya aapne aisa to to that is something which you can definitely not compromise on uh, so with this thought i uh, started thinking about a second brand which i wanted to start along with of course apsara you know continuing the way it was and that is how the whole idea of go zero came into uh, being right uh, it's very important to make a distinction here right so kiran spoke about the apsara journey and now from the apsara journey he's built out his own brand which is go zero which is a very fledgling brand but it's very important to understand the difference between these two businesses apsara is a ready to eat ice cream which you go into an ice cream store and they will put it in a cone or a cup and give it to you from those big big uh, big baskets so it requires a store to fulfill the ice cream Go Zero is a brand. It's a D2C brand, which he wants to start D2C, but it's a pre-packaged brand. It will come in bricks. It will come in cups, pre-packed, and you will get it in uh, in uh, grocery stores, retail outlets, in restaurants. Of course, you can buy it on Zomato, Swiggy, etc. So he wants to manufacture it and then distribute it without the need of people and stores and retail to do it himself. So that's the evolution of of ice cream as he's seeing it. so with go zero uh, the idea is to create a range of desserts uh, at least starting with ice creams because that's something which comes now a bit naturally to me uh, to have a range of desserts that are completely zero guilt right and when you say guilt uh, it's not only about the functional part you know of that guilt of course with zero uh, you have the zero sugar and you have zero calories if it's a vegan it's zero dairy but it also the emotional aspect of it right uh, you want zero guilt you want zero regret you want zero cheat days like abhi maine aaj workout kar liya abhi ek mere ko kuch ice cream khane ka mann hai let me cheat on my uh, diet let me have a quick uh, quick bite and then from tomorrow again i'll go back to my uh, to my lifestyle uh, to my to my uh, regimen but with uh, go zero the idea is to give a guilt free product uh, a healthier option compared to what you have been having and uh, with this we've uh, embarked on the journey and uh, it's been 4 months since we launched we launched this in july uh, and uh, the response has been pretty good we are growing 2x month on month uh, uh, and uh, as of october uh, we are now available at 130 plus touch points of course we've started uh, primarily this as a d2c product where we are going to be selling it online uh, as well as through modern trade so it's not going to be the parlor setup which we have you know uh, which we have i've been doing at apsara ice creams but of course i am leveraging apsara as a distribution uh, point for go zero so we have kept freezers of uh, go zero at all apsara stores and uh, wherever there is no apsara store we are tying up with third party you know uh, providers uh, for dark stores either uh, through zfw or brands like zfw or swiggy access to increase the distribution uh, the plan is to have at least another 100 more dark stores by the end of 2023 I think that is, in a nutshell, uh, the build-up to go zero. Amazing! I mean, can we try the product? Sure. Yeah. I think uh, I think that is the proof of the ice cream lies in the eating, right? So. Hundred percent. I think let's let's try go zero, and uh, apart along with that, I have actually gotten samples of competitor brands as well. Okay. You know, so I think you will be able to actually see the difference 
कि हेल्दी तो सभी बोलते हैं गिल्टी सभी बोलते हैं जीरो शुगर सभी बोलते हैं सो देन वॉट इज योर यू एस पी यू नो वॉट इज लाइक वॉट इज वॉट मेक्स यू डिफरेंट फ्रॉम यू नो दी अदर कॉम्पिटिटर्स जस्ट द क्वेश्चन विच आई बीन फेसिंग दैट हाउ इज अब डिफरेंट फ्राम नैचुरल्स राइट सो आई थिंक दैर इज समथिंग विच आई वॉन्ट टू सी दी एफ मॉट वैन यू गाइज ट्राई ट्राई दी आइसक्रीम्स सो वी हैव द रेंज इन फ्रंट ऑफ यू इट्स ऑल जीरो शुगर Uh, there are three categories. One is zero sugar and low in calorie. Uh, so each serve has less than 100 calories. And uh, a, a normal or regular ice cream, you know, which is a full fat and a full sugar ice cream, has around 200 to 250 calories per scoop. So this is 50% less calorie and absolutely zero sugar. Uh, the second range which we have is a zero sugar and high protein, right? So in yeah. general. Uh, Indian diet, especially if you are a vegetarian, it's low on protein, you know, uh, intake. So this is a very tasty way to incorporate protein into your uh, regular diet. And uh, we also have a vegan range, and I think uh, Shantanu is in luck because we have just that one piece of the vegan OMG chocolate bar in green. This one? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm not vegan. So are, are either of you vegan? Uh, no. Well, no, but I eat vegan. <laughs> but the whole point <laughs> is the whole point is Shantanu that you will not come to know it's vegan. Oh, is it? Wow. Go for it. I will share. <laughs> This sassy strawberry is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, we, do, a, we, do, we don't want one. to, you know, make vegan uh, the the vegan uh, section feel that यार हमारे लिए कुछ अलग बनाया है नहीं हम आपके लिए भी we have made the same yeah. ice cream the indulgent ice cream feeling you know like you would have yeah. you know minus the dairy and minus. So, so I have I, sorry. Go on. Go on. I have the two uh, chocolate ones here. Yeah. Uh, yours and the competitions. Yeah. uh did i i'm just trying to figure out the categories that you mentioned uh, so it's interesting to me that this category they actually both you and the competition are printing the calories on it which is interesting uh, do you think that consumers actually calorie count to that extent uh, so they would so for example yours says 99 competition says 85 are consumers going to compare like that saying 85 is better than 99 or uh, not really I think the the broader point that we are trying to communicate is that it is 50% less calorie. Ah, but uh, consumers the do consumers they know that 99 yeah, is a good say, thing or 500 is a bad thing, etc. Do they have a? No more. I think they so know. So they they worse. know that if it's sugar, it's no, more high is in calories. But is yeah. 99 a lot or very little? Do so less than 100 is typically what typically a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. So people who are less than 100. Are They're trying to reach. Then whether it's 75, 80 doesn't matter. 1500 a day, right? You should try this. What is this coconut? And also the this almond milk. How does the high protein part play in here? Because the this one says high protein, this one says low. So sugar. we have a zero sugar, low calorie and range, and we have a zero sugar, high protein, which is okay. an orange pack. The taste, by the way, is amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, at least I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly take, take say that it's so the vegan low sugar. One, or can't this, the bar is damn good. Yeah, it's really the good. The bar is damn good. Oh yeah. So I've always Pretty struggled good. with. food I'm like i have uh, you know i'm, I'm invested in one I'm of done. these um, plant based plant based meat right yeah. so i don't know whether it is for vegetarians who want protein or whether it is for meat eaters who want to go vegetarian yeah. or it is for vegans which becomes a very niche at least for now niche category who want to like yeah. i don't know so i don't know is it environment it's cruelty of animals it is lifestyle it is protein requirements It's a See, very difficult thing. I think, you know, I, I, I have always taste, sorry. Sorry, the like the sort of the global brands are trying to replicate how meat tastes in your mouth, right? So it's that same mouth feel. It's the same sort of the I mean, first taste and so on. 
so so very much want to go vegetarian yeah, basically poor thinking planet right like the whole that is the uh, that's the shift i think here given uh, you know as india gets richer more and more people are going to sort of move towards eating uh, meat we're trying to jump start that curve right that's what a lot of these uh, these food brands are trying to do yeah yeah which is to give us. people that very very real option and also meet the protein as he says the protein yeah. i don't know how many people are looking though for protein in the ice, ice cream, cream right <laughs> i think uh, you know it's a little bit of it's a, it healthy not not healthy ice cream is ice cream ice cream is ice cream so it's a treat I, agreed agreed which is why <laughs> which is why zero sugar is uh, an underlying theme for yeah. for all yeah. and we also have a couple of uh, so we don't have too many flavors in the high protein range because as you rightly said people yeah. are not looking for protein they are looking for the taste correct right uh, but at the same time if nice. you can still have a little bit of protein through ice cream which is a tastier way uh, i think that is something <laughs> sure. like uh, we are looking yeah. at a use case so sure. people do right for example i know people who go to the gym who want to get their 80 grams of protein a day sure. so they use but i don't think they're looking your... from you're right so, <laughs> but if it adds on it's good it's sure. so i think for, yeah. for me kiran three four broad one one is i think just amazing to see the insights into consumer that you have right when we were talking you spoke about how you launched the guava ice cream yes. and then they actually put the masala like that dropping masala yeah. that shaker in the store which led to that guava becoming 20 percent of their yeah. apsara range which is amazing like one skew giving that much in like a multi-skew environment like ice cream is outstanding pms mm. i think this is one of the mango things which uh, being in this industry yeah. has taught me is that Probably you know nice. business you know business insights or you know getting it's not always about some some state of the art innovation yeah, yeah. it's it's those simple things which you can implement by yeah. just being in touch with your consumers right yes. so i'll just uh, you know elaborate on this this is one of my personal favorite stories uh, from apsara uh, is that uh, 2015 I was sitting at this store in Pawai and uh, we've been making fruit ice creams, right? So we have yeah. Fal ice cream, mango ice cream and by the way also a guava ice cream. <laughs> so till that time guava was like probably not even the top 10 flavors uh, at Apsara ice creams. We used to uh, give it regular and uh, so I happened to catch this, uh, you know, uh, three, four friends sitting at the store and so next day I just put a bottle of you know salt and chili masala at the counter, the ice cream counter, and people started wondering, you know, what is this bottle of masala doing in an ice cream parlor? Uh, and the moment you give them a taster with just a little bit of masala on it, it just it elevates popped. that experience yeah. of having the guava ice cream to the next level, right? And uh, from that moment onwards, I think now guava has actually become the number one selling flavor at Apsara ice creams. That one flavor contributes to 20% of our sales, right? And uh, so much so that now we have had competitors, you know, coming up with their version of spicy guava and adding. Uh, in I fact, I've, say, I've, where I've, is the spicy guava here? There is, there is. So we have a popsicle oh, okay. which is a spicy guava. Okay, I think okay. you would, Understood. if you have appetite, just try this. Uh, In a bit, for sure. Popsicle. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing how. <clears throat> how you have used your experience building out yeah. so first of all congratulations on an amazing yeah. journey to to go from one store to 125 stores you know kind of going through covid in a seasonal category like ice cream it's unbelievable like i don't know i keep telling my team also thank god foams don't have like a expiry of three months <laughs> six months i can kind of we can make in bulk and kind of keep them in the stores and over a period of time we have enough runway for store Absolutely. velocity to become but yeah to see you do that is amazing um to understand go zero has been four months i think the consumer proposition is spot on. We were talking to Neeraj at Paperboard also. It's very clear even in his mind that sugarless is where yeah. beverages is clearly going. Clearly. Right? Yeah. Even consumers urban, 
very calorie conscious in the yeah. 30 plus age group people who start becoming weight conscious becoming calorie yeah. conscious i think the positioning is spot on yeah. large market growing growing use case so very cool i also feel like for example the the form factor and shelf throw of the product is damn good like you know when the shelf was yeah. being set up for this also to see go zero for but for example competition has done a very cool thing by putting calories which calories i think is also very smart yeah. but to put go zero and to see it, I, I can imagine if this was a yeah. fridge, you would, you can see Go Zero as yeah. as the brand, which is amazing. We have we kind of got that wrong for a long time. Yeah. Um, wanted to ask you about um, uh, uh, what is the like this is a very tactical question, but structurally, do you source from Apsara? No. So we have a third party contact manufacturer. Okay. So this with Apsara, there is no so, other than sampling in the stores. Is there a any commercial? No. Or ownership. So level? that is so that is where the. Uh, process difference between an Apsara ice cream and a Gojuru ice cream, uh, you know, comes. So Apsara is what you would call in ice cream parlance an artisanal product, an artisanal ice cream, which is a kind of replicating yeah. the age-old methods when ice cream were made in those wooden sanchas with a salt and ice mixture around it, wow. you know, hand cranked yeah. with very less overrun, right? So that is, so the technology or the equipment used for making an Apsara ice cream is a vertical batch freezer, right? Which can make small batches. Uh, you know, multiple batches in, in, a, in a smaller capacity, smaller production with very less overrun, right? And uh, you can only have a shelf life of let's say around a month or two months. So with Go Zero, the product is slightly different. Uh, you know, the whole premise is around the formulation of the product, which is low in calorie, low in sugar. Uh, so the equipment required to make Go Zero is different from what we require to make an Apsara ice cream. Got it. So it's, it's, it's third party manufacturer? It's a third party manufacturer. How much do you sell so, this for? Uh, so for the zero sugar range, the, the price varies from 105 to 120. Okay, and competition? For 125. Similar. Oh, similar. How does, how, how, how does this stack up in yeah. terms of just, if you, like I'm assuming Zomato, Swiggy would be like the bulk yes. uh, and modern trade. So I'm assuming there would be like margin there. Just how started does modern trade a month back, but uh, bulk of the sale happening online on Swiggy and Zomato. Okay. Uh, the split is currently 70-30. 30% sale is happening at the Apsara store as well uh, because okay. we have a freezer so of course people will inquire ki ye kya hai, you know let me try Take uh, it so 30% sale is happening 70% sale is happening online on Swiggy Zomato and plus uh, our own e-commerce got it how does how does this stack up like 120 rupee product how does it stack stack up till EBITDA from like gross margin contribution so, margin and so on on an average, the gross margin is around 77 to 80%. Wow. Uh, this is X, the uh, contact manufacturer's plant. Like, okay. And uh, I think 77% would be a fair, uh, a fair uh, assumption. Yeah. And uh, I think by the time we reach, uh, you know, Zomato commissions, Wiki commissions, of course, the initial discount to get trials and everything, we net out somewhere around 20% uh, after, after everything. At a unit level? At a unit level. Understood. And then overheads are kind of below that. Yes. Understood. Understood. So material margin effectively is 20%. Correct. Understood. Is that is that what it is like in, in, in the food space? I don't know how. Yeah, I was going to say, that's it, how it is. It is pretty much That's how same. it is for this kind of brand, it would yeah. be. We're similar kind of numbers. Understood. Yeah. And if you, like once you scale, you kind of then obviously yeah. start absorbing Optimus. more and more. Absolutely. Understood. Understood. How big is, how big is zero sugar, zero calorie or health ice creams? Uh, I, we, we know that chocolates has moved towards bars. I think cookies, of course, is moving towards health. But is ice creams also moving? Is there, are there big companies making those moves? Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, natural ice creams 
till now uh, surprisingly did not have a zero sugar range given that apsara has been having a zero sugar range for 5 years they've just launched uh, zero sugar uh, so brands are taking cognizance of the fact that now a uh, growing number of consumers are looking at options you know where they want to cut down on sugar specifically sugar uh, right they don't have a range of uh, healthy or guilt free ice cream but they are definitely starting with a few of their best selling flavors and introducing them in a zero sugar uh variant right uh, i think in terms of uh, the size uh, i think uh, at least 20 to 25% of the overall ice cream offtake now is looking at uh, in some form either a zero sugar or a vegan or even a keto uh, and this is something which i have seen even at apsara over the past 5 years that the the shift from a regular ice cream to a sugar free ice cream so our sugar free range is also now contribute to 30% of our total turnover add up sir add up sir wow i'm sorry maybe this is too specific but are indian desserts uh, <laughs> on your thing as well yes, because yes, again i, think, I imagine uh, very, very because i'll tell you i haven't seen <laughs> well a i'm uh, i haven't had breakfast free. other than ice cream but b i'm imagine look in the market as a consumer now i speak of course not not with any expertise uh is that i am aware of uh, sugar free brands of ice creams and uh, so on what i'm not aware of i i certainly haven't heard of a sugar free rasgulla or a sugar free gulab jamun or a yeah. jalebi and i know a ton of people starting with me yeah. would love to at least have the option yeah. i haven't seen them so i'm wondering if that no no absolutely in fact even before going to indian mithais i think in india we have our ho- our own version of ice cream which is the kulfi kulfi yeah. bhi hai correct right? and which is a very big category yeah. Uh, yeah. so as we speak uh, we are in the process of coming up with a malai kulfi flavor oh, you know nice. in zero in zero sugar and low calorie yeah. so i think that is something and uh, uh, we have the uh, data on it it's one of the most preferred flavors when it comes to kulfi so that is something so i think there's a lot of room for here to to take yeah. this ahead from here on Uh, we have a good starting we have a good base uh, we have identified the categories in which we want to be and whether it is ice creams or kulfis or mithais i think zero sugar low calorie is going to stay uh, the protein part of it is going to stay if we come up with vegan kulfis or vegan shakes that is going to stay so broadly we have the brand architecture in play place and from here on it's going to be a strategic choice on which category is next my strong fundamental belief on startups the more i kind of see them and experience it i am a believer that dna is a very important element yeah. of strategic choices yeah. so some like a company that has been born out of a family yeah. that will remain yeah. Yeah. Will, but it's it's amazing how many legs of growth there will be yeah. in yeah. my view but no way actually it's exactly for that reason that i was wondering that is ice cream a stronger yeah. leg to grow on yeah. versus the healthy yeah. one but i think what you are saying makes a lot of sense So I'm going to ask you a question. Actually, that maybe your father would have asked you. <laughs> <laughs> It's like just when you thought you got rid of them. <laughs> you started like beta. <laughs> Not really, but you know. I, so I, I saw in your deck you're in seven cities. Uh, your dad was like Valkeshwar, this location, that location. Only so stressful. Why did you choose to go to so many cities and not sort of go deep on you know Bombay, for example, which is I think your base there, right? Uh, and for that 25 crore arr 2ish crores a month you can get there very quickly no like to prove the model to yourself more than anybody absolutely, else absolutely absolutely yeah. i think uh, i think if you can see this slide right now on your screens yeah right so we launched uh, in july which is again ideally not the right time to launch because like bombay is like completely flooded uh, you know waterlogged 
so july and august were kind of very sober in terms of uh, you know the sales but uh, we used this time uh, you know to iron out any uh, any teething issues which we would have in terms of the logistics or the operations yeah. also this is the first time we are using a contract manufacturer so sure. we wanted to give him uh, like a, you know breathing space in terms of what volumes can we expect and uh, typically august uh, post august is when you you know start seeing the uptick in sales in ice cream once all the festivals start coming in uh, so we have seen 10x growth in sales in the past 4 months and this is growing uh pretty pretty aggressively so we are we are very working very closely with swiggy and zomato to set very aggressive numbers and targets for the months leading up to summer where we feel that the next 3 months of summer from april may and june are going to be uh, you know super uh, uh, where we do almost 60% of uh, what our uh, target to what end is, what is your what is your guidance for april may june so what is your guidance for for example november which is where we are and then amj like how much would you want to do So, uh, so November, December, Jan, Feb, like these four months. In in fact, not really November, December, but I think December second half, so like Jan, Feb is when you know you will have a slight dip in ice cream sales because of the weather and you know especially. Uh, uh, so I think there we are looking conservatively at twenty twenty five percent month on month growth. But I want the number. Uh, so number is somewhere. So we want to end uh, March at one plus CR month for the year, or for the for month. month. Oh, for the month. month. For the okay. month. Okay. For the month. Right. And when you say fifty lakhs for the month, that is net sales, right? That's what gross sales. What is net? Net is uh, we are at forty percent uh, average net. discount. Okay. Discount. So it would be thirty uh, lakhs. Thirty lakhs. And do you cut out mar? Does Zomato Swiggy margins come on top? Like so, it's it's baked after that. But uh, from an invoicing standpoint. So it's it's uh, so the the Zomato and Swiggy commissions are net of uh, discounts and net of GST. But they come as a marketing cost. They come niche. They come at okay. So basically, it's a thirty lakhs broadly. Correct. Net, net of net of discount, net of. Commission. And you want to get to one point three, one point four crores per month for the summer. For the summer. End summer at two CR. In gross or net? In gross. In gross. So one point three crores in net for end of summer. Understood. 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 Uh, important to understand. Uh, what guidance is or how the entrepreneur wants to grow so he is doing 50 lakhs in gross sales which is 30 lakhs in net sales uh, because he is discounting at 40% uh, and he is expecting a dip in december january february for obviously because of winter but by march he wants to go to 1 crore in um, uh, in gross sale which is roughly 70 lakhs uh, in net sale and in april may june which is the 3 months when he'll do the maximum sale he wants to double from march to then which is almost 2 crores in gross sale and 1.4 crore in net sale so as an equity seeker and in general as a founder understanding how much you want to grow what the excel environment is and what metrics which is gross sale net sale how much discount etc is very important to do kiran for growth at this stage Uh, what is the bottleneck for you is it your brand awareness is it the number of uh, uh, distribution points you have is it the dark uh, what do you call them the dark stores you are setting up so what i think the, the biggest bottleneck is the brand awareness hmm. uh, so yeah. the growth which we have had so far is with a very limited marketing spend hmm. uh, right we have probably spent only 10% or less than 10% it's mainly word of mouth it's it's mainly a little bit of influencer marketing you know uh, the micro influencers who have their followers referrals so we've not gone full steam on let's say a facebook instagram ads we've not gone full steam on uh, ads on swiggy zomato as well i think which is also a significant way to get to drive numbers on their platforms 
uh, i think that is something which we are looking at uh, you know to really uh, grow sales exponentially uh, that's number one number two in terms of uh, distribution points uh, so the plan is we started with bombay and pune because uh, we already have a network of around 40 apsara stores Correct. in mumbai and pune so Correct. that's like a very easy plug and yeah. play you know for me mm. and uh, in fact the next big city is uh, bangalore where we also have 20 apsara stores right would uh, an apsara franchise owner be okay sampling out gozero because competition end of the day no or no uh, so as of now we are not having sampling at the store these are all prepacked uh, but sold it's competition yes it, it is competition cannibalization hota hoga but they'll get a commission they'll get they'll get a they'll get a margin so the the commercials is uh, whether you sell an apsara or whether you sell a gozero the margin the same. largely the same. be the same offline but online pe farak nahi padta which is so smart to be yeah. able to get sampling done which yeah. is so expensive in general but you yeah. get the same margin captive sampling ha we got captive sampling so food is moment of truth no I was going to say right now. I mean, this makes sense to not spend too much money on marketing till you fully understand the consumer and so on, right? So, do you have a sense of repeats? What's working so far and so on? Yeah, I think uh, very interesting numbers on repeats. Uh, of yeah. course, uh, Swiggy Zomato doesn't share a lot of data, yeah. uh, but uh, at least on Zomato, uh, we can come to know that what is you know how many orders that particular customer has had from Go Zero. Uh, Very so, nice. so yeah. we we we've had a bunch of customers who have now ordered uh, between 17 to 20 times from Go Zero in the past four months. Wow! And uh, we also have, I think, at least 20% to 25% repeat customers. Wow. And uh, because the trials is you know growing at a faster pace, of course, this percentage will build eventually once yeah. you know the the trials or the uh, the inorganic way of getting new customers. kind of reaches maturity by the time we hit summers but i think the numbers are very encouraging and we've had people reviewing us uh, uh, in fact uh, uh, people are putting stories on instagram saying that these are gozero is better than the next three healthy ice cream brands abc <laughs> they are actually tagging the, those companies as well uh, so i'm sure their founders would be keeping an eye on gozero now uh, but i think in terms of repeat yes uh, we are having some okay. strong traction there for a d2c or for any online brand repeat is a very important question uh, to ask it's a very important metric for a founder to track the reason for that is the most expensive thing to do when you're building an online business especially today is customer acquisition once you've acquired the customer and the customer likes your product the customer will will keep repeating you don't have to spend additional money to acquire the next transaction higher the repeat rate the more uh, eff- effective and efficient is your marketing spend so repeat rates are an extremely important measure as long as your business is online once it goes offline of course repeat rates become uh, remain important but for online businesses they are gospel one thing on on blinkit zepto instamart no like strong advice i've seen the epigamia numbers for example it's almost not 25 30% of the business come from these places yeah. this is where food will get some sure slow farm is seeing similar numbers yeah. people buy it these are funded businesses where the technology and algorithms have not advanced enough to like it very easy for go zero to be the number one number ice cream one. and walls and some of these big ones to be number 2 number 3 we are already on no, top of mind we are already number 10 in bombay on zomato and swiggy but zomato swiggy are harder to crack Agra- because exactly because they are more established exactly. but these ones exactly. no grocery store are very quick exactly. because wahan pe log they are hungry no, no, i think especially in this category right 100%. which is impulse Epigamia Greek yeah. yogurt, again similar form factor. See, yeah. for someone like me, na, an Epigamia Greek yogurt and something like this is like is I can choose one or the other if they are both kept in the fridge. Okay. For me, it's an indulgent snack. Indulgent. It's something for sweet. I like having something sweet after a meal. 
doing something zero sugar actually it's it's totally worthwhile i think that word is very very interesting indulgent uh, right at the end of the day these products i mean you may you know beat the you know horn around healthy and guilt free and zero sugar but jab tak wo indulgence wala feeling yeah. nahi aata na yeah. and everybody has this preconception that taste and health are inversely correlated uh-huh. if something is tasty healthy nahi hoga uh-huh. aur agar healthy de rahe ho to tasty nahi hoga i think that is something which once we crack with go zero and make this mainstream indulgent ice creams with the benefit of zero sugar and you know calories and everything else i think that is going to be you know yeah. it was a very smart thing to do to build a desserts brand because i remember quality walls was so restricted because it was a dessert business they started making ice cream a snack 4 pm after school all of that right but you have kind of said it's dessert i remember that i am lucknow i'm such i'm someone who after a meal want something sweet ko kuch bhi ho i am lucknow mein wo chai ke baad mein sugar rehta tha na wo pick up that there no just to kind of get sweet in my mouth yeah. so i can totally imagine this being like a like a sweet thing but yeah, sorry megna you are asking yeah no no i was just uh, saying you know uh, amazing what you built and would love to sort of hear what you know what are you looking for what i am looking for <laughs> i am looking for of course capital because that is yeah. uh, you know by default something which is required to uh, to hit these numbers but more than that i am looking for that capital to come from a pool of people who are really in sync with your vision you know who understand what it takes to build a d2c and uh, who are not going to be chasing my ass quarter <laughs> after quarter number kidhar hai growth kidhar hai kyunki numbers to aa jayenge i think uh, that is the confidence which i have with my experience at apsara because that in this category at least in ice creams to begin with numbers to aa jayenge kitne bade numbers tak hum leke ja sakte hain kitna size of price you know how much can we capture from the incumbents in the market and at in in what time how big do you yeah. want to make this like go zero how can this be bigger than quality walls can this be bigger than natural like where where do you see this kind of being steady state like if you were to talk to Kiran Shah, at your father's age today, for example, having built it for three, four, five decades. I think uh, I think Meghna was just talking about you know what your father would say. I think the very first question which uh, would even before the quality walls or this thing the family would have in their mind or at least <laughs> at what stage is this going to overtake Apsara? Yeah. Correct. <laughs> How big is Apsara? Right now? <laughs> yeah. How big is Apsara right now? So Apsara is at uh, 50 crore turnover. Yeah. So, so in a in a year and a half, it, like six quarters. Like uh, definitely two years. Two years. Okay. but like beyond that beyond upsara. i think i think uh, i'll not go too far ahead at this stage but i think the five year plan would be to at least have a 100 crore turnover business okay profitable profitable and apsara apsara we have been profitable every quarter apart <laughs> from that first quarter where i was just you know it's like when the new kid came in yeah. that's the only quarter they lost money <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you are Even seeing growth happen like so if I, if i were to paint a picture of go zero in 2026 <coughs> 20, for example it would be a 100 crore business still zomato swiggy or would, would there be a would there be your own store uh, kind of a, but so not not the 125 stores which we've had yeah. at you know upsra it will probably be a smarter play in terms of because i think what i have now realized is that you know real estate and you know footfall yeah. is thoda sa overrated uh, you know i think only a brand like naturals or you know a couple of brands have been able to gather that much amount of footfall but eventually it's 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 really a lot of uh, opex which is burning in forms of rent yeah. i think uh, for go zero it would be more of having 
a couple of stores or an experience zone you know a guilt free indulgent zone uh, you know in in very very niche locations like probably a pawai in mumbai uh, it could be an uh, indiranagar or kormangla in bangalore it could be a uh, jubilee hills uh, in hyderabad uh, yeah. it could be a koregaon park or a vimannagar in pune yeah. uh, but not littered with every store you know at every 3 4 kilometers mainly it would be online yeah. understood understood okay any questions we, we should we should quickly do a sidebar no we, yeah. i am i am ready for the sidebar sidebar yeah. kiran can you just excuse us for 5 minutes sure, we will sure. we will we'll, uh, we'll yeah, quickly figure, we'll align at least internally you know one thing that struck me straight away is uh, i have um, kele wala who comes downstairs <laughs> is also a startup founder fully yeah. yeah um as are both more of you more profitable than yeah more profitable perhaps <laughs> <Right distance>. as <laughs> are both of you as is let's say ritesh and, and what i've yeah. often I've, i've tried to figure out what is the difference uh when we say startup in the modern world why do we yeah. only think of the zomatos and the ubers and uh, you know bombay shaving company and slug farm and so on and i think it's an interesting one and we used to talk about performance and health of companies right yeah. where health is something you build which uh, signals future performance yeah. and performance is a lag effect yeah. uh, and often high performing companies can be unhealthy and can yeah. be on the yeah. verge of falling down yeah and high highly healthy companies can seem to have poor performance yeah. and i've always felt that the traditional uh, smaller startups who grow gradually uh, and and are less concerned about performance tend to be healthier the ones who are successful anyway yeah. tend to be healthier and performance happens over time and yeah. the ones who are very very focused on performance for early periods of time can become unhealthy without right. realizing it the reason i bring it up is what i think i see in go zero and when kiran talks is he is a beautiful hybrid correct i think his original yeah. everything he spoke about his dna and his experience in apsara and coming from that family right is very very health focused correct. he has understood how to manufacture the thing he has set up stores from scratch even with go zero uh the, the way he has grown the way he's thinking about what is the biggest bottleneck he's uh, yeah. you know you spoke about one city versus seven but frankly i can imagine other founders going to 25 cities yeah. uh, by sure. now right yeah so that's a big strength and personally i am inclined to say we should go in yeah um i am wary though that when he speaks about 100 cr in 5 years yeah. i'm a little bit i'm yeah. more than a little bit disappointed yeah uh, right. but i think that's the good thing because yeah. it's a healthy company correct yeah. i think performance will come wo ho jayega correct you know tagda khiladi hai bhagega yeah but i think wo thoda sa but anyway that's my nutshell i think we should figure out the sum and so on but yeah. i i certainly think this is in heavily investable yeah, i mean, i have full, full agreement i was actually a little jealous when i was listening <laughs> to i like i started from zero right like how do you make this yeah. from, like it took us i would say a whole two years just figuring that out i remember when your factory had that whole rerun yeah, and like i was yeah. i just insane amounts of stupidity Correct. and learning right and unlearning relearning teaching also because you know we were shifting boundary conditions for yeah manufacturers they did not make products yeah. without all of the glunk that is in food today so i was just thinking wow that's so amazing right yeah. his starting point was so amazingly different and so he's going to get actually he's going to be surprised by how fast he grows yeah, yeah. I, 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 I actually yeah. Agree i think he's going to hit 100 cr in 2023 yeah. run rate if he's able to deploy capital well yeah. see for me na I, i love that people have a very different starting point on yeah the product itself correct so understanding of the shelf yeah. the form factor what 
taste should be like this golden you have to it is a manufacturing mountain that he had already climbed he didn't know yeah i think the ambition can be recalibrated i and i also agree with you on as gautam mago puts it goodness and bigness of business there are good businesses which may not be big yet and there are big businesses which may not be good yet you might as well be in the farmer because the bigness will come bigness will come and i i think the fact that he is in a position where the bottleneck is awareness is just fantastic agree and it's a growing market i have a feeling that you caught this very early but personally as a consumer i'm seeing even like the whole coke to diet coke yeah yeah they killed it with diet coke and coke zero and has now become a big part of their business so Yeah. I think the market is established. So large market, I think good founder. Where do you think value would be in this business? Like how would you how would you it's a seasonal business so there's no net run rate valuation. How do you how do we do that? In a way that is fair. In order to get to this he is, has a goal of 25 crore yeah. ARR that's 2ish crores a month. Yeah. What what does he believe he needs in terms of capital to get, to get there? Let's get him to that. Yeah. 25 What's 200. the multiple in this in the industry? Will it be 4 to 5? Or at least it might be five to six. No, no, higher. Six. Six plus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if he's doing thirty lakhs, and for that quality of founder, definitely more. Yeah. So for if I would if I were him, if yeah. I were him today, yeah, running a thirty lakhs per month business, looking at one crore, one point two crores, that's a fifth, that's a four to fifteen crore ARR business. So ten crores. Yeah. If I would do like kind of be generous on the forward looking, ten times six, sixty crore. Yeah. Yeah, maybe between forty to sixty crore valuation would be given. It's a four-month-old business, so yeah. um, and plus, given that we will uh, probably have value beyond capital, we could ask unless someone's anchoring the round. So let's ask him. Actually. Yeah, cool. So we should. Uh, my view is we should we could put in we could put in between fifty lakhs to a crore. Yeah. Um, Maybe let's let's see what his valuation expectation is. But my my sense is between forty to fifty crores free. Or if someone if someone like a DSG or someone kind of anchors his own, I think he's talking to them. Understood. Then that valuation lower of the two. So some of these things will happen in parallel. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what do you think. Let's yeah, yeah, I, I, possibly right. There's no reason why he's not talking to anybody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think yeah. on valuation, I would just. Uh, suggest that let's hear him first okay. yeah. uh, rather than us putting a number okay. because I, I, he must have thought about a valuation yeah. sure whatever it may be sure uh, at this point i, I, I we leaned on megna and her slurp farm experience in terms of valuation of the business typically in early stage growth stage uh, companies you typically will take the net run rate of the company for the year which is the revenue that they will uh, clock for the whole year um, and then multiplied by a uh, by by a multiple typically in in for example in personal care the multiple is between 4 to 7 if it's a very high growth business it could be 8 or 9 um if it is a very high growth very profitable business it could be 10 or 11 but typically you land in the 4 to 7 number uh, in food megna is saying it is uh, it is around around 6 and he is currently doing 30 lakhs of net sales per month which is roughly a 3 and a half to 4 crore per year business but it's winter time so we said between 4 to 15 crores and the multiple of 6 so the ballpark valuation that we kind of landed on was between 40 to 50 crores at this point uh, kiran was outside the room uh, so we all agreed that let him come in and exp- put his valuation expectation down because he's the founder uh, and we trust that when a founder puts a value of x on the table he will use the capital at x and take the valuation from x to 2x 3x 4x and so on and we will kind of see the appreciation and capital so that's where we landed in the discussion
Nair Kiran, I think um, uh, fabulous uh, to hear your story. Um, of course, personally, uh, for me, was uh, very close to my heart given I know you for uh, 13 years. But to see you take a family business to 130 uh, outlets and then find a consumer insight, build it out. And I think we were discussing, I think you underestimate the starting point you have just given how well you know the category, the customer and the product. Because that's something, for example, Meghna and I have struggled for years to build out in our own categories. Correct. You have a starting point which is uh, which is um, very, very different and is a massive differentiator from people who are probably building this out out of passion and will learn along the way. So you could be a category creator. So we are keen to participate. Yeah. Long story short, we are keen to participate. For us, uh, being a part of your journey, for all 50 of us, wow. will be a privilege. Um, you have all 50 names, so you can go through them. Uh, but three of us kind of speak on, on their yeah. behalf for today. But we want to come in. We would love for you to tell us how. Uh, I was kind of hoping it will be the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a valuation number, I can, like, like Meghna and I have been in, in, in exactly raising situations multiple yeah. times. So if you have a number in mind, in terms of both capital and value, you want to kind of, what you are valuing this, this business at, you should kind so of I think in terms it. of uh, the amount per se which are required, I think I'm looking at somewhere in the range of uh, 5 crores. Okay. Right. And uh, this, I think, should Makes help sense. us. Uh, get to I think more than 25 right uh, so to give you a sense I have already put in uh, 1.7 till now okay. right from my own uh, and with that of course a large part of it goes towards the initial R&D and yeah. you know uh, yeah. so it's not really now uh, which is like a one time kind of uh, a cost so I think to get this uh, 25 I think somewhere around uh, the range of uh, 5 now see valuation at this stage is going to be very very like it's it, it's subjective, right? Uh, it's like we don't really have uh, a track record uh, of you know of the business over several years. So it's going to be purely by uh, the conviction that I am you know I have in building this and probably backed by uh, your in your confidence uh, in me as well. Uh, and uh, given that this would be the like first dilution uh, for me, I wouldn't want it to be anywhere between more than let's say an eight percent or ten uh, percent. Okay. So you, so are you valuing the business with that, with that, with that view that you want to raise ten percent at five crores? Yes, pre money. Huh? Pre money. Pre money. So basically, forty-five crores pre money here is what you are saying. Fifty crores pre money. So ah, okay, fifty crores pre money is where you are valuing the business. Okay, understood. Uh, from our standpoint, we will not be able to underwrite the entire amount that you have in mind. Okay. Um, uh, we we will probably be able to do like kind of lead and anchor the valuation so that you can kind of get it from more people. So actually, frankly speaking, uh, 5 crore ticket size at this point of time is uh, it, like Correct. I'm not looking to raise capital for the sake of it. Like I want people to come on board who will bring more to the table, you yeah, know, apart course. from the capital. Yeah. For sure. Right? Uh, you no, know, for I'm sure. Yeah. At, no, but, I completely uh, agree with you. I think Mandar has played that role for me and a lot of people on this list have played sure. that role for me. I don't know if some of them are yeah, angels with the but I'm absolutely, sure they would be. Absolutely. I remember Mandar played, Mandar was one of, was our first board meeting angel representative back in 2016, <laughs> where he told us then also that you guys are doing too much and too expensive. Focus on scale and making sure that Bombay Chain Company should be known for something. That stuck with us and for the next two years we kind of focused absolutely. on. Has absolutely. Has been an, uh, you know. So look, 
we can have an in principle handshake right now and as your round progresses what we can do is decide the guardrails megna vanda you should like kind of make sure that uh, 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 just make sure that we are we are doing this right i would suggest that let us if you are if you are give, if you could allow us the privilege we would love to come in with a 75 lakhs to 1 crore check or 50 lakhs to 1 crore check you decide the number because i know founders will have to like you will have five investors kisi ko zyada chahiye kisi so we are flexible we can put in 50 we can put in one also okay um if you have someone putting in a larger amount than us if you can take our capital at the same valuation perfect give us pari pasu rights i think i would like loved you for you guys to be on board as well wonderful so scenario a if dsg comes in or any institutional check comes in they anchor the value you tell us between 50 to 1 what we can do we will do it absolutely if no one comes in now that's also scenario you have to we have that's to decide well. yes. if no one comes in we have to decide the price right if no one comes in is there a way you can go below 50 given your current arr because you obviously won't dilute 8% for a 1 crore check so that's really bad for you but if we are the only participating this thing then we would like an upside in the next round to give one as a bridge so if you can come down from 50 to 40 in the scenario that no one else has comes in then we are happy to kind of commit 1 crore for that so so i mean in the scenario nobody comes in right i do have my reserves which i am going to you know use to ensure that the growth doesn't stop right okay. uh, i think that is something which i have already uh, accounted for and as i mentioned before the capital is not really something which i am looking for the capital sake you know Correct. but the only concern which i have at this point is from a dilution point of view because in future for other rounds as well as so i am currently a solo founder right uh, and i feel it is at this point of time i can pull this you know to this level by 2023 there could be a situation in future where i might have to look for a co-founder uh, i might have to keep a certain amount for esops you know so i want that flexibility right now no for sure i think an esop pool for now is critical i think yes. when we when we draft the agreement for this i think yes. it will be will be massive uh, massive leverage just to get in the right people like your sales and so on absolutely uh, money my question is if no i agree with you like even our check size is small so dilution won't be a dilution is inconsequential either way whether it's 50 or 40 because the amount is smaller to jo bolna hai to 50 kyun 75 pe le le to mere ko niche la no but that's the thing the thing is there should be upside for the future because then in that situation your runway is smaller so then that should be baked in that's the only that's the only broad question i have otherwise i'm completely i think my ask is have trust in the product okay. but more than that have trust in me okay. that i will definitely pull this off and i will over deliver what i put here in this ppt okay what do you guys say i'm i i I, yeah, I think his work. point on dilution and ESOPs at this early stage is a solid one. Yeah. Uh, I'm aware that I'm right now negotiating against the 50 <laughs> of us. The remaining 47 will probably kill me for no, it. No, but, but I big, think this the bigger prize is going to be amazing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Lots yeah, of ice cream. Cool. So <laughs> for everybody. Lots of ice cream. <laughs> so the deal, the, the the deal is clear, right? In in the sense, if someone comes in, we anchor at that value. Rights are pari paso. You choose our quantum. If people don't come in, and let's put a date, maybe by 30th January, take two three months. Uh, and if someone doesn't come in, we'll we'll. What is the ticket size in case someone doesn't come in? One. We'll we'll put in one. One. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So can we actually physically shake hands? Yeah, we should, no? Yeah. Oh, amazing. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Congratulations, Thank Kiran. Thank you. So Thank wonderful you to meet so you. Congratulations. Thank very you. nice Thank to meet you. you. And All delicious ice cream. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll we'll make it even better from here on. Yes. We absolutely. We have something for you from our oh. side. Actually, for all of you. Oh yeah! Oh. Look at that. So this is a. 
Bombay Shaving Company hamper nice. for you. So we should get this on. Uh, I think the GoZero uh, is an outstanding business. I think every beverage, food um, company and brand in India is thinking about healthy. Consumers obviously are thinking about going healthy, so no sugar. I think the Coke journey from Coke to you know Diet Coke and Coke Zero is is, is obviously an example over the last 15-20 years in terms of consumption override. So um, I think that was one that the category was very attractive. Second is Kiran is a proven entrepreneur. Um, he took Upsara Ice Cream as a single store business and scaled it to 125 stores. So not only does he understand scaling businesses, he also understands consumer of ice cream, how flavors work, how taste works. It's very important in a consumer brand to be that deep in consumer understanding, product understanding is very, very valuable. I think the third thing is that uh, he is a very sharp marketer. I think his marketing chops have been sharpened at Procter & Gamble, uh, working uh, you know to build out the franchisee business at Upsara. And even if you see GoZero, the, the quality of the cups, the packaging, the feeling of the communication, the logo, the throw, he's really thought about how that brand will look in a, you know, in a freezer, in a store. Uh, has worked with Zomato Swiggy, so even if you see his listings, they're very high quality. So, I think for us the thesis was that, um, you know, that, um, you know, seeking equity in GoZero makes sense because I think large market, obviously a very credible entrepreneur, clearly wants to bootstrap his way there, so will be frugal with capital, comes from a family of business, uh, you know, business people who have built out successful businesses, so will understand things better than someone who's kind of coming in raw. I, we do feel that the valuation was slightly steep, given it's a seasonal business and kind of slightly early stage. But that's okay. I think uh, we look at a potential value upside rather than current stake in the company. So we have offered, uh, you know, we, we, we have let Kiran know that our appetite is for 50 lakhs to a crore. Uh, if there's an institutional investor who comes in, we'll, you know, kind of piggyback on their on their valuation and le let them kind of discover the value if they're leading the round and participate. And if he's not able to raise capital or if he's not able to reach a deal, then we will kind of lead it with a one crore check um, at, at the valuation that he that that he asked for. So for us, we're very happy to seek equity in GoZero and uh, thrilled about how the healthy ice cream and you know healthy dessert space kind of pans out over the next five, 10 years.